0: Dave Nemo Radio Show and Pod Wheels, powered by Radio Nemo, are in Columbus, Ohio, for the 2023 National Truck Driving and National Step Van Championships, hosted by the American Trucking Associations. This is a special podcast series highlighting the people and happenings of NTDC 2023. From Columbus, here's Jimmy Mack.
1: You can hear it in the background. We're at the NTDC, and we're joined by the President and CEO of the American Trucking Associations, Chris, I got a chance to see you yesterday walking with Robin Hutchinson. That was a fun, nice little surprise. I'm like, wait a minute, I think I'm standing right next to, oh, there they are. Hey, good morning, good to see you again.
0: Thanks, Jimmy, for having me back.
1: I got to tell you, I like going on trips, I like traveling, I like doing live broadcasts. This one in particular, though, there's something about this event that, look, people They find places to vent and work their spleen out. There's a lot of challenges on the road. It's nice to come to some place where people are just excited to be here, isn't it?
0: It is, this is our Super Bowl, and you can just sense the energy. You've got a lot of family here to root these drivers on. It's a culmination of a lot of hard work over the last few months. You've got 5,360 drivers competing in 49 states. We've got 422 of them now here at the championships trying to be number one. And we've got 56 rookies among those 422. So those numbers are really impressive, Jimmy. But what really makes my head spin is the number of safe driving miles. I mean, you can't get here unless you're accident free. We've got 674 million accident-free miles culminated for these drivers. One lap around the earth is 25,000 miles. So 674 million is really hard for me to get my head around it. You've got to be accident-free to be here. So this is the best of the best. And
1: accident-free. We had the 1976 Nebraska champion call this morning as one of our callers. And he and I made the point that the only accident you can get into over the course of the year is if you leave your truck in a parking lot and somebody rams it and you're not in it. Even if you're not at fault. Game, set, match. Can't be here. And this is an extraordinary testament to the men and women who are out there on the road. The NFL is a great joke. If you're a third-string player in the NFL, you are still among the 1,500 greatest football players on the face of the earth. Everybody here, all 420 plus, all these men and women, it isn't like we're all winners. They're all
0: winners. They are. They're all champions. To get here is really a feat. So all that hard work over the last few months, this is a celebration. It's not just a competition. Just getting here to Columbus, Ohio is really a big deal, and you can just sense it here. The energy's there, and it's a lot of fun. Over three days, you get to see these folks compete. A lot of stress, a lot of anxiety. They're taking written tests. And they're on the course. They're in the zone. If you go into the pits before they come out here to drive, you can tell they are really focused. I just love that kind of energy and it's competition. Our industry is filled with that. They're hardworking people and this is an opportunity for us to show our skills and what we do for the nation's economy. So this is an event that I just love coming to every year. It's my favorite and to be here with you and to talk about it, I think really gets the word out to what this is all about.
1: I was talking about this earlier with Dan. A lot of people don't realize this, a lot of serious XM subscribers are men and women who Who have worked very hard, who are finally able, as a first-time owner-operator, or working for a fleet that actually does a lot for them, are listening to SiriusXM for the first time. And we have been, over the last couple of weeks trying to set the table for them to kind of help them understand what this event is and how the level of participation actually is bigger than people think it is. Yeah, it's Uh, not
0: a new phenomenon. You know, this has been around a long time, 1937. It's actually called the National Truck Rodeo, and the first place it was held was Louisville, Kentucky. So this event has actually evolved over nearly a 100 years. So we're seeing this. It's a tradition. It's got an incredible pedigree. So there's a lot of history and pride that goes into this event, and so people that make it to the Nationals, there's a really sense of accomplishment for these drivers to come here. They are all champions. Just to get here is a very, very big accomplishment.
1: Did you see the guest after you is actually Richard Gillespie? Is that right? Yeah, and in many ways it kind of sets this up so nicely. Richard's a two-time winner. He has been volunteering since he got out of the game. I mean, since 91, he has not missed a volunteer year. So much of this, Dan's a volunteer, so much of this is the men and women who actually give their time, not just the champions with people who support these champions this is really kind of a family affair if you look around at the number of kids i've seen little girls on roller skates around here i mean this really is about bringing families and businesses and associates together to kind of celebrate these men and women as well you can go into the weeds here
0: what makes you really happy when you come to this event i think the sense of accomplishment i mean we all know that everyone in this industry works hard and i would go beyond that i think there's some of the most patriotic people in the country the Contributions don't get enough recognition. We saw some of that during COVID. We were still out there working moving the milk, eggs, bread, fuel, but the test kits, the PPE, the vaccine itself. We kept this country together, and we got good recognition for that. But it's funny, I think people in this country tend to have a very short memory, and it's events like this that continue to highlight the contributions, that passion, that hard work, the patriotic pride that comes with this industry. Everybody that walks into this hall and gets in that truck and competes is a representative of that hard work. So Yeah, it's 422 drivers competing for the top champion, but it's representing an entire industry. It's representing safety. It's representing what we're all about. So to do that once a year, highlighted at National Truck Driver Appreciation Week, should be doing this every year. It should be in everybody's minds all the time in this country of what our industry is about and what these drivers do day in and day out. So I think that pride, I think watching people's accomplishments get celebrated here just gives me great joy. and that's why I like being here. Then to turn and watch all the family members that have come to Columbus to cheer them on. And you're right. you got kids on roller skates. you got long lines to buy merch.
1: I had merch line this morning, before they open the merch line, guys, I want to put this in perspective. So Chris and I are sitting here. Chris Spear, of course, with the ATA, the head honcho over there. The merch line, I could have done interviews, Chris. I could have done interviews that the merch line actually came to the booth that we're at. I could have actually said, just sit down while you wait in line, and we will actually talk about that. It was kind of remarkable. I did want to say something about our friends out there, to remember not to despair about people forgetting about you. We live in the United States of amnesia. People forget everything around here. And the job of this event, the reason why it's a yearly event, Appreciation Week is there as well, is because we want to make sure that people remember. That's your contribution.
0: I mean what you bring to the table every morning with this show and be able to educate folks that have the ability to listen and learn, you're sharing, you're spreading that gospel, and that's really important. Yeah, you know, I'm trying to do my part. When I talk about families here, my son Thomas is here with us. He's Thomas. He's been to this competition for several years. He's about waist high when we started coming here and he's getting ready to go to school next week and he called me a couple nights ago, he said, Dad, this will be my last NTDC. Can I come? I nice. said, we'll make it happen. So Where's he if, going next? Where's you're going to go to Old Dominion University in Norfolk, Virginia. Nice. So he'll be a monarch and going to get into that mechanical engineering work. So nice. It's just fun to watch your kids grow with this event and be able to attend and root them on. Tom's actually got to go over and help announce and this has just been a fun thing for my family as well, as many of the drivers that bring theirs. So I love watching that. You ask that question, I just think the enthusiasm to celebrate those. Accomplishments. Having all that family here to do it is really meaningful.
1: Chris Beer, of course, joins us. He of the ATA. I made the joke. Trucking is to say it's one industry. Is to say actually it's one. 12th of the entire U.S. economy. It's a lot of industries, which means there's differences of opinions, counterparties, and all that. There is one battle of Winterfell where everybody can put aside their differences. Almost every single person in the industry considers it a priority. With all of these safe drivers, the way to make them safer is to make sure they're not spending an extra hour or two looking for a place to park. I know Chris Speer of the ATA, you got some thoughts on that, don't you?
0: I do. I think this is, you're right, a unified effort. It's one of those... issues that can bring all minds together, and we need that. We need unity in our agenda, and that was evident here with the parking. You've got one parking spot for every 11 drivers. You've got drivers spending nearly an hour a day looking for a spot. That's over $5,000 in lost wages. They're taking a pay cut to look for a parking spot because the federal government requires them to rest, and they need rest. Let's not joke about that. When you're tired, you need to rest, and if you can't find that spot, you're parking that truck out on an on-off ramp. You're putting yourself, you're putting the motoring public at risk. We need that infrastructure investment going to our industry to ensure that we can support the economy, but we can also do it safely. All those elements are part of this narrative. I love the fact that all interests that advocate for our drivers are together on this. Todd Spencer and I have really come together to really amplify that, not just on Capitol Hill, but with the Secretary of Transportation. And I got to tell you, this is one where the administration is really on board with this, and they've been very supportive. But we're not seeing enough of the investment get out there fast enough. We've seen two or three states now get really nice grants to build out that trucking, parking, capacity, but we're just not seeing it in all the states. This is going to have to be a longer-term, louder initiative. We're just going to have to keep this front burner until it gets resolved. One of my favorite moments
1: of the last few years is literally having Senator Loomis and Buttigieg. She's up there talking about how important this is for small business owners, and he's talking about that more parking means less emissions. And at that moment, I went, we got him. We got everybody, which means he's pitching to his people, she's pitching to her, and we have a moment of comedy here
0: with all the division we're at the one-yard line as far as getting skin in it for everybody and getting that new equipment out there speaks to it too we're advocating for repealing the federal excise tax that's 25 grand per tractor Mm -hmm. so if you look at that issue like parking you're seeing that they're going to have less emissions because it's newer equipment, more affordable. It's going to be safer equipment. And it's union jobs that are making that equipment. So when you argue this with Democrats that like tax revenue, they're now supporting getting rid of that tax. And it's all those elements added up. Same narrative as parking. It's something in this for everybody. we yeah, got to push yeah. them all to get it done. In a lot of ways, it is a multiplier in the sense that there seems
1: to be a sense of you can almost increase revenue by cutting those taxes. You're yeah. actually increasing revenue. Because people always forget that that sometimes when you cut taxes, you create more taxpayers. What you lose in regards to that kind of boost payment, you gain in regards to new people in the economy as well. The other question I had about parking, it's a safety issue. We talk about this being a safety issue, that the men and women who do their jobs here if in fact they have more sleep and more time to kind of have the downtime there's a lot of other issues that take care of themselves as well that's the other thing too that nobody talks about that if you take care of parking a lot of the other complaints go away there's less detention time and all of that kind of stuff
0: you can't have safety without parking and nobody is anti-safety when you talk about this issue to improve it You're going to have to invest in the infrastructure. You can't require these drivers to take these breaks periodically on the clock and not provide them a place to do it. So when you're talking to federal regulators, when you're talking to Capitol Hill, you're having to remind them, it's like, you guys put these mandates on these drivers. They're for safety reasons, but they can't comply with that if you don't give them an opportunity to park that truck and take that break, take that rest. So improving safety requires following through on all these other elements that they're responsible for on Capitol Hill and at the DOT. So it's our job at ATA to make certain we're reminding those decision makers that there are more things than just parking that you've got to do. So that investment's got to be steady. You can't just say you're for it. You've got to fund it. You've got to make certain it gets built. The follow through on that's going to take a bit of time. So I like the unified voice. I like the fact that all of our advocacy efforts are coming together to make this happen. And that gets me excited too, Jimmy, because then I start looking at other issues where we can really collectively move the needle. And we need to be doing more of that. This is a very divisive environment on Capitol Hill. Everyone's out to get everybody. No one wants to work with one another. So when you find a Cynthia Lummis and a Pete Buttigieg talking the same about an issue from various interests, but they're still the same end goal. That's what we need to seize upon to get things done for our drivers.
1: This is not a random thought, it'll make perfect sense once I explain it. So I flew in from Burbank, I went to Nashville and got a rental car and then drove here from there and it's because of airline prices and all that and the chance to be able to have some mobility. As I made the trip from Nashville here to Columbus in 65, a lot of construction. A lot of construction is coming online. How do you create that balance over the next two, three, four years? The big investment has only just begun. So how do we make sure that the people out there stay safe while at the same time letting our drivers know Guys, you gotta go through this yeah. because we're building you a better world. It's happening before our very eyes.
0: Well, you obviously put those folks in orange first because they're out there doing their jobs, they're doing it in extreme heat right now, and it's a hard job. Oh, we got
1: a break this week though on the weather, didn't we?
0: We did. Oh, I my. got off the plane here and it was sixty-eight degrees at four p.m. I mean I thought it was the air conditioning was on outside isn't? I walked here
1: from the hotel, and usually when you make the walk in yeah. August, you think I'm gonna get a little sweat no matter what time it is. I walked here, sixty-five degrees. Crazy walk over here just kind of fantastic up
0: here in orange you gotta give them a break we're paying for our sins here as America, we're paying for our sins. We have not invested in roads and bridges for many, many years. And now we got this infusion, a 38% increase in road and bridge funding. Five years, you're going to see a lot of orange. You're going to have a lot of wait time. It's just going to add. But the payoff on that, Jimmy, is going to be huge. More efficiency from point A to point B, and we're doing it more safely. So we got to give them a break. we got to recognize that. There's a little pain to be had here to get those good roads and bridges back up to snuff. I can't invest-
1: agree with you more on that, by the way. There are a lot of people looking And I understand we don't want to run up massive debts in this country. I understand that that's a really important thing. But I got to tell you, Chris, Dave and I talk about this all the time. That's one of the other great 30, 40-plus years of literally not working on infrastructure has created a deficit of its own. And we're now in the midst of paying off that debt, which means it's all happening Everywhere, everything all at once.
0: When I talked to the drivers yesterday, all four twenty-two of them, I said, This is your shop floor. This is where business gets done in this country. And you see it every day. You are the tip of the spear. You are the ones that we've got to build that narrative and keep it squarely in front of those members of Congress and those regulators to make certain they understand that this is unacceptable. If you want a good ROI on the economy, starts with roads and bridges because that is the arteries, we're the glue and if you want a strong economy getting to places safely and not sitting in traffic for 74 billion hours we're sitting in traffic it's just incredible how much money is lost by just idling and then the environmental impacts so something in that for everybody our industry is the beneficiary i think the return on that is good safety so it's good all around
1: imagine going to work every day and have people actually walking through your place of work to go get their lunch and being angry at you for being in the way in your own workplace and we don't think about it like that but like i said i mean i don't know what we're going to do about this but after the pandemic really kind of cleared up traffic did you see the AAA thing for the fourth of july it was more people than ever,
0: ever been on the road. And, and nobody likes sitting in traffic. We do it on the holidays. These drivers do it every day. Dang. It's a retention issue. If you're trying to build enthusiasm about coming into this industry, working as a driver, as a professional career, sitting in traffic is not a good motivator. If you're going by the mile, You're probably sitting there, man, I could be making a living doing something better than
1: this. Well, when I was driving here, I left at midnight. I picked up my rental car at midnight. Don't worry, guys, I did sleep for six hours on the plane. So I picked up my rental car, and I'm driving here. And, of course, we're going through all that construction on 65 on the way to Louisville. And I'm talking about, like, three lanes have been turned into two, and there are concrete walls on either side. And I'm on white-knuckle time. And then the thought hit me. Every other vehicle out there on the road at 1 o'clock, 1 32 o'clock in the morning with these guys yeah. I thought if I'm literally clenched at this point I don't know how these men and women do it I'm sitting there I have no idea but every time I said you know what if somebody wants to pass me I will slow down I will <laughs> do whatever needs to be done to kind of work with these guys Chris Beer joins us this morning what do you got planned for the next day or so we're gonna be doing I'm
0: here cheering on this is just now my opportunity to sit with the families and interact with these drivers and root them on this is a celebration got a lot of companies coming in that want to be there for their drivers. So I like the fact that we've got the executives, the sponsors, all coming here to show their appreciation for this competition and for what these drivers do day in and day out. So this really is a recognition of the hardest working people and not just in our industry, but I believe in the country. So to interact with them over the next couple days, got my son Tom here with me and we're just going to make our rounds and enjoy ourselves.
1: Last time we did this, last year, we had a whole bunch of Motley Crue Poison and Joan Jett fans wandering around. Well, we were in the lobby for this one, though. It's a lot of nice looking ladies from 25 to about 65 years old, all wearing Chicks t-shirts. We're all kind of crawling all over the city. Just a block away, the Chicks had a concert last <laughs> night. I feel like we keep showing up for these kind of wonderful events in these
0: wonderful towns. You a fan of Columbus? I'll tell you, every time I come here, I'm more and more impressed. It's got a lot of red brick bars and restaurants and really sort of a good vibe about it. So, I I really enjoy being here and I encourage people to come to this event.
1: I do too by the way and I'm telling everybody if you come over here, you come into this event, you want to sit here and shoot the breeze, you don't get a chance to talk to Chris. He's gone after this but it's good talking to you man. Thanks for being here. Thanks Jimmy for having me on. Chris Spear of course is the head honcho over at the ATA and well they're everything when it comes to the NTDC. Everything but the drivers and the drivers are
0: here making it happen. Thanks for spending part of your day with Pod Wheels, powered by Radio Nemo's coverage of NTDC 2023. Check back with us on podwheels.com for more of our podcast features as we work to take you inside the championship event. You can also keep up with all the episodes of this special event series by subscribing to this podcast. Just search National Truck Driving Championships and hit subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.